It is Friday, June 28th, and this is the High Times News Hit. I'm Mike Hughes. We're breaking down the top pot stories from the U.S. and around the world, so let's get started. First and foremost, High Times just held its fourth medical cannabis cup in the Bay Area. For the second year in a row, the event took place at the Craneway Pavilion in Richmond, California, just across the bay from beautiful San Francisco. The event was a huge success with a massive medicating area open to California medical pot patients, and uh, we even had a Ferris wheel, which was a lot of fun. On Saturday night, members of Wu-Tang Clan, Jizza, Raekwon, and Ghostface Killa took the stage, and uh, they were indeed nothing to fuck with. It was, a, it was a very exciting concert, and it even featured a little audience participation, as someone from the crowd was selected to take Old Dirty Bastard's verses on a song, and he actually did pretty good. And then, of course, on Sunday night, we awarded cups to the top sativas, indicas, hybrids, concentrates, edibles, and hash. Cracker Jack from Santa Cruz Mountain Naturals was the top sativa. Girl Scout Cookies from Berkeley Patients Group was the top indica. Headband from Loud Seeds took the award for Best Hybrid, and Paris OG Wax from Grateful Meds won the Concentrates category. Now, you can find a complete list of winners, including the lab breakdowns with the THC and CBD percentages, as well as photos of all the winners on HighTimes.com, so check that out. If you missed the Bay Area fun, don't fret. Our second U.S. Cannabis Cup is coming up in Seattle, September 7th and 8th. Head to medcancup.com for more information on that. And, uh, okay, so, moving on. Our next pot story involves New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. Now, Bloomberg has had an interesting history with marijuana. In 2002, during his campaign for mayor, he was asked if he smoked pot, and he responded, You bet I did, and I enjoyed it. At the time, Normal, the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, launched a campaign in New York featuring a photo of Bloomberg with that quote and the slogan, It's normal to smoke pot. Normal, N-O-R-M-L, to smoke pot. And it was assumed that Mayor Mike would usher in a more tolerant policy on marijuana, and uh, we thought that because his predecessor Rudy Giuliani was about as intolerant as you could possibly be for pot. However, as it would turn out, uh, we were wrong. And unfortunately, during Bloomberg's tenure, New York City has become the pot arrest capital of the world. At the heart of uh, New York City's marijuana mess is the controversial stop-and-frisk policy of the NYPD, which is supported by Bloomberg. But now, earlier this month, Bloomberg found himself in the middle of yet another pot-related controversy when he called medical marijuana a hoax. The clip you're about to hear is uh, several pieces taken from an interview Mayor Bloomberg did with WOR Radio. Take a listen. I don't happen to think it's good for society. Um, legalizing marijuana is, uh, is something I certainly do not think is a good idea. I think it's been very interesting to watch, and I, I actually talk about comment on it on a regular basis, uh, the push here in America and across America uh, to legalize marijuana, well, medical, I, medical marijuana. Yeah, right, medical, Mike. But, come but, on. Hey, well, that's exactly I mean, it, the it's, point. There's no medical. This is one of the great hoaxes of all times. The push to legalize this is just wrong-headed. But, you know, if you think about it, they say, oh, well, it's not going to hurt anybody. It doesn't lead to dependency. Of course it does. Okay, well, there you go. So um, rather than uh, me refuting Bloomberg's stance on medical marijuana, I'm just going to let former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura do it. Here's his response to Mayor Mike on Say Anything, which is hosted by Joy Bayar. 
My wife and I just lost her best friend to breast cancer. Oh, sorry. And when she was and when she was getting chemotherapy treatment, she had to take it the second time yeah. orally. She could not get it down unless she smoked marijuana. When she smoked marijuana, which is illegal in Minnesota, she was able to keep her medicine in her stomach. Mayor Bloomberg, you are not a doctor. And don't try to be one now. Well, and don't I, tell me, yeah. after I lost a friend like that, and I saw marijuana help this person during chemotherapy, Mayor Bloomberg can kiss my ass. Okay. Dude. All I've got to say is thank goodness, hats off to Colorado and Washington who yeah. voted for re recreational use of marijuana. Let's end this ridiculous war on drugs. All right, that, that was well said. And uh, I would only add that that for those that have experienced it firsthand or have seen its effects on friends or family members, there, there really is no questioning medical marijuana's legitimacy. And so apparently in Bloomberg's world, marijuana as medicine is a hoax, but banning large sodas in New York City is the key to good health. Anyway, um, how about we move on to some celebrity news? Why not? Uh, Miley Cyrus will be featured in the uh, upcoming issue of Rolling Stone, and because it's Miley, pot is front and center. Now, while Cyrus didn't exactly admit to smoking pot in her interview, she implied it with quotes like, I did a song with Snoop Dogg called Ashtrays and Heartbreaks, so people can put it together for themselves. Um, and here's a little of what that sounds like, just in case you're wondering. and that's enough of that. Uh, Cyrus explains her thoughts on the effects of alcohol and pot to Rolling Stone. Here's some celebrity news person to tell you all about it. The We Can't Stop singer has never been shy about her feelings for cannabis, but this interview is definitely a bit more blunt. I think alcohol is way more dangerous than marijuana, she adds. People can be mad at me for saying that, but I don't care. I've seen a lot of people spiral down with alcohol, but I've never seen that happen with weed. I'll be honest with you, I, I have no idea why I played that clip. Anyway, uh, the point is, you know, while she doesn't exactly admit to smoking, uh, she did have some positive things to say about pot, and that's impressive considering, you know, she does have the ability to reach a very large and loyal fan base that includes 12 million Twitter followers. So that's something. Okay, uh, enough Miley. It's time to move on to a uh, medical marijuana overview. And now the big story is which state is going to become the 19th to legalize medical pot. In one corner, we have Illinois, where the state House and Senate passed a bill that would legalize pot as medicine. The bill now awaits Governor Pat Quinn's approval. However, Governor Quinn has not yet indicated whether he will sign the bill into law. In the other corner, we have New Hampshire, where the state House and Senate also passed a medical pot bill. And Governor Maggie Hassan has said she will sign the bill into law, so advantage New Hampshire. Unfortunately, the New Hampshire law doesn't include personal cultivation. Additionally, Governor Hassan persuaded the Senate to eliminate post-traumatic stress disorder as a qualifying condition. That's unfortunate because marijuana, at least uh, anecdotally, has been shown to be very helpful in uh, treating the symptoms of PTSD. Now swinging back to the Illinois bill, uh, that also excludes personal cultivation, and it caps patient pot possession at two and a half ounces every two weeks. So we'll have an exciting race to number 19, but uh, the good news here is it looks like in the very near future, 20 states and the District of Columbia will have legalized marijuana as medicine. So that's very exciting. 
And finally, Nevada became the 14th state to implement dispensaries. Uh, Nevada residents approved medical marijuana 13 years ago, but efforts to legislate dispensaries have failed until now. Uh, patients had been responsible for supplying their own medicine, and under the new law, they will be allowed to continue to grow their own pot until 2016. A quick side note on the Nevada story, state legislators actually looked to Arizona's medical pot law for a sense of how to operate a state-run program. Now, if you've been following what's going on in Arizona at all, you will know that that is an incredibly unlikely source for inspiration, given the Arizona state government's efforts to block implementation of their voter-approved medical pot program at every step of the way. Uh, nonetheless, I, I guess it worked. Uh, literally, they, they said that Nevada legislators went to Arizona and visited there and, and learned uh, how Arizona runs things, and that gave them the uh, the impetus to create their own dispensary system. So, hey, whatever gets you to the finish line, congratulations to Nevada for finally approving dispensaries. Revenue from that program will fund regulation of dispensaries, and the remaining cash will go to education. But on top of that, Nevada's coffers will also be padded by taxes that are levied on growing, processing, and selling medical pot, as well as substantial application fees for cannabis businesses, which is fun to say cannabis businesses. Okay, so those are the top pot stories from the U.S. and around the world. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at MyQs underscore, and uh, also like the News Hit Facebook page if you want. That's there. Uh, if you'd like to comment on any of the stories that we covered here, or if you have a story you think we are neglecting and you would like us to cover, email us, or I guess email me, at newshit at hightimes.com, and I will look at those and Maybe cover the story that you want me to cover or read your uh, response on the show. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been the High Times News Hit. I'm Mike Hughes. <laughs>